Well, good morning. God bless you. It's podcast day. I hope you're doing well on this beautiful October. Well, actually, let me rewind that. This beautiful November morning. I believe today's November 1st, so uh, happy November to you. God bless you. I sure love you. Thank God for you. Um, Some great things have been happening here at New Way. Um, I don't know. just seems like God's doing something really special here. Uh, I hope you've been around. If not, get back into church. I get under this anointing. It's been a a miracle anointing for the last several weeks here. But let's open up in prayer, and I want to to get some information to you this morning. Lord, we thank you that you are good and you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, that you still are the God of miracles. Uh, You still are, are the great healer. You still are the great deliverer. Your word still possesses great power. Uh, We thank you for the blood of Jesus. It still washes away sin. Uh, We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness in our lives, and we receive you today. And we ask, Lord, and I pray today that ears would be open to hear and and to receive everything that you have for us today. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Well, God bless you once again. If you have your Bible, uh, I know a lot of you go to the gym and listen at the gym different things, which is wonderful. But I'm still a Bible guy. When I study the Bible, I like to have the Bible. But I want to deal with, I started talking about, it, it kind of came out of out of nowhere. It didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of the Spirit. Uh, but on Sunday, I started dealing with atmospheres and the the uh, important um, the importance of atmospheres and how atmospheres are conducive or certain atmospheres produce, produce certain uh, things. And other things can't grow in certain atmospheres because of uh, temperature, climate, uh, moisture, uh, um, you know, um, air, the, the air changes, and on and on it goes in elevation, and on and on it goes. Just like if you look, I don't know how many coffee drinkers are out there, and this just came to, you know, come to my mind real quickly here. But if you look at a coffee chart, um, coffee only grows in certain areas. There's a coffee belt around the world. And that's because the climate is familiar or similar in one place that it is in the other places that coffee grows. Uh, so we could look say this uh, from that. Uh, there's a certain climate that miracles take place in. Uh, there's a certain climate where the supernatural things of God uh, manifest in. And, and other climates are not conducive to the miraculous. So uh, you have to look now. I don't want to... I don't want to make you nervous and think you got to get everything right to see a miracle received from God. Uh, sometimes, and let me, I don't want to confuse you, but let me help you. Uh, in some situations and circumstances, uh, darkness gives the greatest platform for the miraculous. Uh, darkness gives the greatest platform for the miraculous, but that doesn't mean in darkness uh, the the atmosphere was dark. That just means you had a, a situation or circumstance that appeared to be very dark, or or, or it needed a miracle, or nothing else could happen. Like uh, we could say, uh, point in case in John five, uh, when Jesus somehow was being uh, followed and surrounded by many, and he got into a house where he was, appeared to having a meeting, some kind of miracle Bible meeting. And the Bible says there were so many people, uh, no more could fit in the way, meaning in the doorways, the windows, people were pressed around the house. And and so their uh, friends brought their deathly sick friend or on on the doorstep of death friend. 
And they said the only way we can get into that atmosphere or to get to Jesus where the atmosphere was conducive to the miraculous was lower him through the roof. So they ripped up the roof and they began to lower him down. Now, when they lowered, lowered him down, uh, it was in that atmosphere that he received his healing. It wasn't outside of the house. It wasn't in the street on the way to the house. It wasn't that the people that were carrying him, their thought didn't change from outside to inside. They just had to get to a place where miracles were happening. Uh, I hope that kind of helps you and sets the stage here um, about miracles or about uh, atmospheres. You know, we presently, in, in our, not presently, but our, our world has six atmospheres. And every time you get to a different atmosphere, the pressure changes. Uh, in certain pressures, uh, only certain things can grow. Uh, let's look at, and I said this on Sunday, and I thought it was pretty, well, I thought it was really good because God gave it to me. But you can also kind of use the word atmosphere and temperature in, in this, um, you know, kind of setting uh, interchangeably. So you can say, what's the atmosphere in your house or, or what's the temperature of your house? Now, I don't mean a temperature like cold and hot. I mean, like, is your house a holy place? Uh, is your house conducive to the miraculous? I mean, do you celebrate God in your house? Um, do you worship God in your house? Is there prayer in your house? Is prayer the language of your house? Um, study the Bible in your house. Do you de make declarations in your house? Is your house a place of peace? Uh, is your, uh, do you call on God when things get rough in your house? Uh, or uh, is there a lot of rated R movies? Is there per perversion, pornography, bad attitude, uh, bad speech, arguing, no peace, you know, and all these different things? Well, you can see where in both of those uh, temperatures or atmospheres I just described that something would grow faster in the one rather than the other. We can see in a filthy atmosphere it would produce filthy things. It's very simple. It's not a real difficult thing. Uh, but we see in the atmosphere or, or supernatural God atmospheres, it would produce the supernatural things of God. Or we can even say they would they would be more apparent. Come on, are you still with me? Can you say amen out there? Now let's look at a couple of scriptures. I want to look at this one first out of Psalms 1. And then I want to give you four points uh, how to check or how to change the temperature of your house. But Psalms 1.1, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. It says, Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of the sinner, nor sit down to rest in the seat of the scoffer uh, or the ridiculers. But his delight is in the word of God. Now, the word there um, uh, is shallow when he talks about, um, you know, in scorners, that's a shallow-minded or a mocker-type person. Now, uh, the scripture really means is blessed is the one that does not surround themselves with ungodly people. You have to be very, very careful. Ungodly people, ungodly information, you know, uh, information of the world, uh, information of the day, of the age in which we're living. And the reason why is because you're not going to see miracles or you're not going to see the hand of God move in that kind of atmosphere. You might see it in correction. Uh, you, you might see it in conviction, but you're not going to see the supernatural, miraculous hand of God move 
in that circumstance. Come on now, preaching pretty good. Now, I want to get these points to you, and I'll preach a little more maybe, but uh, the four areas that I see people turn the temperature uh, up or down or the atmosphere is changed for good and evil uh, in these four ways. Number one, relationships. Wrong relationships can change the atmosphere for good or for evil. But I think that's the number one uh, uh, influence in people's lives is relationships. Now you think about this. We were made, we are people of relationship. We were made to have relationship. We were made to fellowship. Uh, we were made to touch, to, to talk, to convey information, and it's very healthy. But if, if you hook up, stronghold, if you hook up with the wrong person, even uh, if, if Satan camouflages someone to you in the beginning, and you're just so happy to have a friend, but that friend ends up being an enemy and the wrong friend, but you leave him around anyway because you're a loyalist uh, to, to a fault, uh, that relationship now is causing strife. That relationship now is changing the very atmosphere of your surroundings. Preaching better than what you're saying. Number two, I'm going to deal with this today. Uh, I was thinking, Dylan's in here always with me. I was thinking about doing like a week of, of Bible myth busters. Bust all the, the ungodly myths. And here is one. Family. What do I do with family? Uh, you know, blood's thicker than water. I, I got their family. I can't know. Uh, if they're ungodly, I don't care who they are. Uh, they're not going to be around me, period. Uh, you say blood's thicker than water. Okay, well, if blood's thicker than water, then why don't you talk that way about the blood of Jesus Christ? If the blood is so important to you, Jesus is the only one that spilled his blood for you. Uh, so why don't you defend Jesus, the one that paid for your sins, more so than you pay for your little demonic aunt, uncle, mother, father, sister, brother? You say, Pastor, hold on. That's for you. So you want me to leave my family? No, I'm telling you that if there's someone in your life uh, upholding or, or blockading the miraculous flow of God or the supernatural flow of God, uh, I'm going to choose God over a person, and I'm not going to use the little mythical saying of the world that I've got to tolerate evil relatives before God. I'm preaching pretty good now. Amen. Uh, number three, information. Uh, number four, possessions. Uh, information would be uh, simply uh, uh, TV, TV, music, radio, you know, record player, whatever, however you listen to your music, uh, can influence uh, your household. Um, <laughs> excuse me. If you put on, now, I wouldn't say a weakness, but it kind of is one of my weaknesses. I'm a music guy. I love music. I love music from the 70s, late 70s. I love music in the 80s, and I love music early 90s, uh, maybe like to 92. I love music. I've, I've always had music on, and I think it's, it's due to years ago I was tormented, and I'd put music really loud so I wouldn't hear the ungodly voices. And, and then you learn, these mu you learn music, you learn tunes, you learn notes. They get in your heart. Well, if they're ungodly, and, and that's a part of who you are, uh, that Dylan, that really could be treasonous. Because if I'm singing the songs of the world of the enemy, and I'm a child of of God, that's kind of treasonous. It, it'd be like this, and there's a lot of tre treason going on in our government today. But for some reason, we don't, you know, we we we, we just that's allowed, I guess. But it'd be like our our uh, present government. 
doing, operating in unconstitutional ways and still being able to hold their seat, that's treason. Uh, so uh, I don't know. If you're whispering the songs of Satan, now people get mad when I say it. They say, hey, Pastor, it's just a song. A song's a song's a song. No, a song conveys a message with musical notes. And that's why music is so powerful, and that's why Satan uses music because he was the choir, you know, over the arts in heaven, and he knows how to camouflage music and get to your soul with information. Uh, that was worth a, an amen or something to you out there listening. Uh, so uh, you cannot meditate, sing, cheer, uh, you know, song, cheer, cheer on songs, you know, all that stuff. And walk in tune with the, the the notes of heaven at the same time. Now, I didn't say it's going to be easy today, but I am a conveyor. I, I have to convey the truth. And then finally, the last one, possessions. You say, how can possessions uh, mess up my household? Well, uh, once again, uh, uh, Satan's demons uh, have to have somewhere to manifest. And as Satan being a legalist, uh, he likes uh, stat when he when people worship Satan in a statue or or some kind of object tangible ob- object uh, he'll fill that statue or that object and, and bring uh, negative evil power to it uh, to put himself on display for those who are call- crying out to him. There was uh, Dr. Lester Sumrall uh, went to the the temple of ten thousand gods. Um, Oh, I believe it's in India, uh, years ago, and they had a giant Buddha statue. I believe that's what he said, or some kind of giant statue. And he was in there, and there was no power, no energy uh, at all. And he went to the high priest of the temple, and he said, you know, how do you, what's the deal with this this statue? And he goes, oh, there's no power in the statue. He says, but around here, and he went around back, there was a big hole in the statue. He says, we'll go in the statue and then we'll offer items uh, to the spirits. And then the spirits will possess the statue, and out of that, when they possess the statue, then the energy or the power uh, will be released to the people. He says, well, where do the spirits go uh, when they're not in the statue? And he says, there's a tree outside of uh, town. I think it was the town of Luzon. And he says, we call it the tree of Luzon. And he said, can you show me that tree? And the, the priest said, yeah, I'd love to. And he said, as they got close to the tree, uh, the grass, the, the field in which the tree was in was dead, and the tree itself was dead, had no leaf, no foliage on it. And he said, the tree looked twisted and, and angry and in pain, because that's what demons do. They, they, they'll twist, they'll, they'll cause death, anger, pain, hurt, uh, no life. And my point is, they possessed an object. Uh, so let's say you go to a foreign country. In that foreign country, they they worship the sun god. And so they make little sun statues uh, to call on demons, and demons possess that statue to release an energy into their house, a negative energy. But you just think it's cute. We went on vacation, and there were sun, you know, sun statues everywhere or, you know, Buddhas or whatever it is, and you think it's a cutesy little, uh, you know, natural modern thing, and you want to fit in with a cutesy little modern world well, watch out because you now are giving demons a right to your house by having their statue in there or their, come on, are you, are you here? Amen. Um, let's go a little further. Uh, things 
that uh, 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 that evil are dispensed in. Uh, so on Sunday I talked about um, you know drug bongs. Um, we I don't know other paraphernalia, uh, or, or maybe I don't know alcohol collections, alcohol bottles. Um, I don't know magazine collections, uh, anything that conveys evil or, or that is, is under the control or was birthed in evil. Uh, Satan has a right to. So if you just say, "Well, I just it, it was my aunt, it was my uncle's," you know, excuse the the language here, Playboy collection, it may be worth money. Well, it may be the doorway that demons have been getting access to you or your household. So I don't know. What's the little collection worth? Is it worth your soul? Is it worth the peace or lack thereof that you've been dealing with? Uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe a little statue from your great auntie or maybe a little uh, possession from somebody else or maybe a little uh, poster or maybe a little uh, a bottle or alcohol collection or, or whatever it is that's ungodly. Uh, you have got to get rid of these things and you have to create a God atmosphere in your house in order for God to visit you. You don't want God to visit you in correction. You don't want God visit you in judgment before judgment time. You'd rather God visit you in blessing. You'd rather God visit you in miracles. You'd rather God visit you with his glory, uh, with his presence, and on and on it goes. Uh, you know, uh, let's say, let's go back to this now. Um, let's go uh, to the North Pole, the Antarctic. Uh, nothing grows there at all. There's ice 24-7 uh, because the atmosphere is not conducive to produce uh, foliage or, or uh, you know, palm trees or oak trees or anything else. It's just too harsh of a climate uh, to produce something like that. Now, the Caribbean uh, produces uh, trees and produces fruit and different things all year round because the climate's different, and the climate's different because the atmosphere, because elevation. Come on, are you here? Can someone say amen? But it's the same way in the unseen realm in your house. It's the same way in the unseen realm in your family, in your car, in your office, uh, wherever it is that you spend a lot of time, uh, you presently have created an atmosphere, and one of two things is manifesting in that atmosphere. The things of God are the things of this world. Now, don't forget this. When I say the things of this world, uh, we, could, we could change always the things of this world with the demonic. Because Satan always comes in camouflaged and his demons, and they always come in under the, the disguise of life, meaning, hey, preacher, relax. There's no demonic activity here. It, it's just life, man. Relax, Pastor Summerlin. It's just, you know, me and my husband, we're not dem demonic. Our fights aren't demonic. They're just life. No, let's call it what they are. Uh, you're continually uh, fighting. You're continually uh, aggravating. Uh, you, each other agitating in in your marriage. It's not a it's not a part of life. It's under the demonic influence of Satan. There's a demon present or a demon fueling that problem in your marriage. You say our finances just life. We made some wrong decisions. Yes, you've made wrong decisions, but you've made wrong decisions with help uh, of an uh, uh, an alien entity or a demon. I'm not talking about the supernatural terrestrial. I'm talking about uh, demons are aliens that don't have a right to this earth, and they are entities. So you are under the influence or being directed by a demon or demons. 
That's where your trouble comes from. And as long as Satan can get you to think that he doesn't exist and the demon influence doesn't exist, he'll just have you live in the rest of your life under the it's just life excuse. No, wisen up. There's good evil. There's right and wrong. Uh, there's either products of good or products of evil, products of God, products of, of demon power. And you've got to understand right now that there's influence in the unseen realm extreme influence in the unseen realm. And you have got to change the unseen realm, the void of space, the atmosphere in which you operate uh, daily. And you'll do that by celebrating the things of God, by celebrating, by worshiping God. Call God the champion of your house. Uh, Cry out to God in your house. Talk to God in your house. Pray in tongues. Uh, Pray in other tongues in your house. Praying in tongues is not spooky, scary, ungodly. It's extremely godly. Uh, worship God. Uh, tell others about God in your house. Have things that don't upset God in your house. Oh, I, I'm out. I'm out of time. I hope this up. This is a very powerful uh, lesson today. I hope you'll go back and read it. Take notes. Get your pen out. Share this with somebody because this could be the, the, a message like this today could be the difference between life and death for somebody. Well, I love you. I, I, I hate that things are heavy. But we are living in evil times, and it's going to take a heavy message of truth to squash uh, or to outweigh the message of Satan in this present day. I love you. Keep your head up. Don't quit. Uh, Follow God. Don't be upset by this, but rather cheer and thank God for the truth. Amen. Until next time, I love you, Pastor Rich.